Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing, brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas, on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be all eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle, Texas. I join Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I otherwise do not find. Do not forget that all the on-demand links to our episodes are available on our homepage, uh, our home website, I should say, at LoneStarContentMarketing.com. You can also find those on the Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today's episode is episode number 42 in the Building Your Law Practice series. Today we are talking all about growing your referral partner network. Basically, referrals are the best source of business for many lawyers because when someone we know, like, and trust gives out our name to an individual looking for our services and there's already an endorsement, so to speak, we're more likely to earn the business from that prospective client. Referrals can come from current and past clients, but also from people we ought to call our referral partners in our referral partner network. So today we're talking all about setting up reciprocal relationships with referral partners for client business. So this is kind of a, you bring clients to me, I send clients to you. And I bet what Jim's going to talk about a lot is keeping in touch with people and sort of just like making friends with people. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Of course, we do these shows because we focus on developing the referral mindset because referrals are again a solid source of not only first-time business but ideally repeat business and what i'll call derivative income so why is it that lawyers are not getting the referrals they need to grow their practice well that is the subject of jim's book titled why clients i'm sorry um where uh, why Look at the script, Nick. (laughs) Jim's the author of Why Lawyers Fail to Get the Referrals and What They Can Do About It. Um, Jim is going to tell us to uh, have you know how to get that by email later in the program. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, y'all. It's 80 degrees out, and I have all my windows open. I'm a bit distracted. Um, So, anyways, moving on. uh, Jim Thompson is our guest on our weekly show, and we're going to be doing these shows on Wednesdays uh, here on in. Uh, Jim's a retired lawyer. He's well-known for helping attorneys get back on track to earning clients uh, through simple cost-effective activities. And again, he's the author of the book, Why Lawyers Fail to Get Referrals They Need and Deserve and What They Can Do About It. My name again is Nick Augustine, and my uh, company, Lone Star Content Marketing, helps lawyers share tips and stories about their practice areas, writing their blog content, managing social media, producing internet radio podcasts, and also managing their public relations and advertising. All right, so um, enough from me. Let's talk to Jim. Good afternoon, Nick. Uh, uh, 80 degrees down there. Well, I think I'll open my window. It's only about uh, 15 degrees here, but at least it's not. Yeah, maybe you're up so. in your uh, satellite office. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. We still have room. Anyway, we have three offices left in the entire state, and then we're full. No one else can come. Our like we we are also securing our borders. Um, so yeah. 
anyway, anyway, what, what we want to talk about uh, today, um, and it's something that I hear lawyers say when we're when we're when I'm chatting with them as far as doing an initial consultation or seeing whether we can help them, and and I'll I'll, I'll say, well, you know, where, where, what are you doing as far as referrals, or, or where do you get your referrals, and and so often I get this. Well, I get most of my referrals from other lawyers, and I I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that that's a good source, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And uh, so I say, well, that that's great. And let me ask you a question: uh, How many um, how many lawyers refer on a, on a regular basis to you? Refer cases to you? And I get kind of sometimes this blank stare as, uh, well, why are you even asking me that question? And and because I've already told you that they're my best source of referrals. And the reason I'm asking that question is uh, I want to know what you really mean. Because, you know, we, we hear this, but what is it you're really saying that you, you get most of your referrals from other lawyers and have you ever tracked where those referrals are coming from? What lawyers are sending you referrals? What kind of referrals are you getting? What particular uh, lawyer specialty is sending you the referrals? And when I ask those questions, it's, it's again, this blank stare. Well, you know, I don't have time to track it. And it, it amazes me, quite frankly, when somebody says they don't have time to try and figure out where their business is coming from. I know I talk kind of extensively about uh, that particular aspect when when you're getting just referrals from other clients or from from other folks who uh, who refer business to you, even if they're not clients. But what we're going to talk about today are the professional referrals that that you are getting and should be getting, and why aren't you getting them if you're not getting them? And you know the the the, the referrals. Sometimes you hear uh, as as a referral partner, a referral alliance, a strategic uh, partner alliance. There's there's a number of different terms for it, but but I I kind of like the term to be honest with you, referral partner, because what you want to be doing is forming a partnership with someone. Um, and, and we're going to get more into that in just a little bit. But but the partnership really is uh, I'm doing something for you. You can do something for me. I don't want anybody to think that you have to do something for me just because I'm sending you clients, but I would certainly like you to, to reciprocate. I don't want people to ever think both from clients sending you referrals or or um, referral partners sending you referrals that it's uh, a gamekeeping thing that you got to score. Well, I got one from John. I got one from Bill. They gave me one. I gave them one. And at the end of the day, we've got this little uh, scoring thing. Now, by that, I want you to keep track of where your referrals come from, not so much uh, as, as for, for the reason of uh, – Keeping track of and, and scorekeeping, but for knowing where and and why you're getting referrals from certain certain people. And in this case, what we're going to talk about is referral partners. And basically, when I talk about referral partners, in a, in a very loose definition of, of a referral partner, is someone who is in a non-competitive uh, environment, a non-competitive business, if you will. One of the nice things about, from the lawyer standpoint, 
is you can be in a room um, of 15 lawyers, and pretty much you're going to find that the majority of them do something different. And the other thing is what you need to look at from a lawyer's standpoint is sometimes even other lawyers in your same specialty um, can become referral partners. For instance, you you are a PI lawyer. You're doing personal injury. Um, but that covers a broad spectrum, right? But maybe I only want to do automobile accident cases and maybe slip and fall cases, dog bite cases, whatever. But I do not want to do medical malpractice cases. And 90% of the time, if you're a medical malpractice lawyer, you don't want to do the, the automobile cases, etc. So there's a good strategic uh, alliance, a good partnership right there. Um, why wouldn't you want to find a couple of medical malpractice lawyers that you could hook up with so that uh, you get a case in the door, uh, it's a medical malpractice case, you aren't going to, to really handle that case, but you want to, to be able to refer that out to someone. We're going to talk about how to develop referral partners in a, in a little bit. And the same thing from a medical malpractice uh, aspect. Uh, I'm a medical malpractice lawyer. I get a case in the door that's an automobile case. I don't want to personally do that case, but I want to be able to make sure that the client is taken care of because I want that client to, to eventually come back to me for their, their legal uh, legal problems. And we talked about that in the, in the theory of becoming the, the family lawyer. And hopefully it'll take somebody will take a look at the book and, and read what I'm what I'm talking about if you haven't already done so. So basically what we're talking about from a lawyer standpoint is looking for other lawyers who can um, supplement your practice. And again, uh, you, 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 what I would suggest, and again, we're going. I keep saying we're going to talk about these things in greater detail. I'm just kind of giving you an overview, but we're going to we're going to drill down in just a little bit. But you want to find lawyers who you can refer business to. Then I want you to go one step further. And I want you to find other businesses that you can um, refer clients to, professional clients uh, or professional businesses, if you will. Uh, perhaps um, they're CPAs, perhaps they're bankers, uh, perhaps they're financial planners, perhaps they're HR directors. And we're going to get your mind going in a little bit to, to think about some of these. But basically what we're talking about is this uh, relationship that you're going to build. I talk a lot about building relationships with regard to getting referrals from clients uh, in, in the book. And it just the same theories and thought processes apply to, to build the relationships with these folks who can become your referral partners. Now, one of the things that, that when you're talking about referral partners, um, and I mentioned this just briefly, is do you even know who is referring you cases right now? Who's a referral partner that you have right now? One of the things I'd, I'd like you to think about is, is to sit down and, and really make a list of 
who has given you business in the last six months? I'm talking about professionals. I'm not talking about clients. Now. I'm talking about professionals. Who? What other lawyers have have sent you business? What other CPAs? What other financial planners? What other um, chiropractors? What other psychologists? Whatever the case may be, has sent you business in the last six months, or take it a little bit further, the last year, and maybe quite frankly, you may have to go back into your records, into your files to see who referred you. Hopefully you keep that information um, you know, in the file on an intake form. When somebody comes into your office, uh, you make a note of, as to who referred and then you do the, 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 the follow-up and the thank yous and, and all that that we talk about in the book. But I want you to go back and see who were the people that actually referred you people. And after you do that, I want you to really do an evaluation of uh, who, who it is. If, if somebody's given you five or six or seven referrals in the past six months, then that's in one category. If you've gotten one referral from somebody uh, over the last six months or maybe over the last year, why did you only get that one referral if, in fact, that person referred somebody to you? There must have been some particular reason. The same thing, you know, goes for, um, and again, the keeping track. And from this point forward, uh, please start keeping track of where your referrals, your, your referral partners, are, are, are who they are, are sending you business. If in fact you do have some referral partners, so we've got two two kind of categories. So we've got the folks that have already sent you business, the referral partners, and then those that have not sent you business who be, can become referral partners. So, with regard to the folks that have already sent you business, I want you to think about, okay, why do you think they sent you business and have you sent them business in return and, and this is going to take maybe a little little time for you to think about this but once you get to that stage where you can take a look and say you know John Smith he sent me five clients in the last six months and I don't remember how I ever met John I don't remember ever talking to John Maybe there's a reason he's heard about me and he's sending me clients. Or maybe you have developed a relationship with John. Hopefully that's the case. But we, we all get referrals. Sometimes they come in haphazardly, and we, we really don't know why we get them. All of a sudden somebody calls you up on the phone, and you got a case, and, and you really haven't found out who sent it to you or why. And again, uh, I would relate back to, to my book as far as taking care of those people that do send you referrals. But when you take a look and say, okay, I know that Bill over here has sent me six referrals. John has sent me five referrals. And, um, boy, that's great. But I want to find out why they're sending me referrals. And, of course, if I haven't sent them any referrals, there must be a reason. Maybe I don't know enough about their practice. Maybe I don't know enough about what they do, but they know me. So I'm going to call John up on the phone. I said, John, you know, I was doing a, a little um, uh, review of... of, of my practice last week or whatever, and I noticed that you, you've sent me um, a, a goodly number of referrals over the last six months. And, you know, I'd like to I'd like to just sit down with you, have coffee, or take you out to lunch, and sit down because um, I noticed that I haven't probably sent you referrals that I possibly could, and I think maybe 
that's because I don't really understand exactly what it is that you do. So what are you doing? You're approaching John or whoever it is by telling them you want to come out and help them. You know, hopefully you've thanked them for the referrals, but now you want to develop this relationship a little bit more because if they've sent you, say, five or six referrals in the last year or six months, they know you, they trust you, there must be something going on there, and you want to develop this relationship even further. And I don't know of anybody that would say, yeah, Jim, I don't want you to come out and buy me lunch and, and, and talk to me or I'll buy you lunch or whatever the case may be and talk to me about helping me increase my business. So you got to look at that. That's one of the reasons you really want to track things, too, so that in the next six months when we're, we're having a conversation six months or a year from now, you can say, hey, I did what you asked me to do, and, boy, it's really working out. Bottom line is, okay, those are the, those are the folks that, have sent you business, and you want to follow up on them, you want to find out why. Now, let's go into this other category of, of folks that um, possibly could be sending you business, and you've never really explored it. One of the things I want you to think about doing is making a list of, let's just say, uh, take take a sheet of paper and maybe you know, go across the horizontally on the paper and, and write down, oh, five or six or seven categories, depending on your practice, of who could be sending you business. Uh, I'm talking in the general terms of of of, 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 of the um, type of folks. So and I'm just going to use a number of different ones, and you can pick them out and choose as you want. You know, CPAs that are out there, financial planners that are out there, uh, orthopedic surgeons that are out there, uh, chiropractors that are out there, financial planners, and just, just list them right across the thing. And then what I want you to do is is take a, take a sheet in number 1 through 10. And there's no magic in numbers 1 through 10, but that'll get you going. Um, and, and you may not be able to come up with 10 right away, but I want you to keep that at 10 so that as we... As you progress through this, you'll think about it and keep adding to it. And let's just say that, okay, I'm going to just use uh, CPAs for an example. You write down, okay, I know three or four CPAs that I've, I've, I've been introduced to or come through a uh, meeting one way or the other. Uh, maybe a client has a CPA and we've had a phone call or something. So I know five or six CPAs uh, that I can write down right away. And then I want to think, Okay, now how can I find some other CPAs? Well, you know, a uh, couple of ways. You can, you know, clients that you have, you can ask them. Then maybe it's never come up who their CPAs are, but maybe you can ask them who their CPAs are. And so you come up with 10. Okay, and this is this is just starting. You can do this in every category, uh, depending on your, again, your area of practice. So I'm just picking one in CPA. So, so I've got 10 CPAs listed. And then I do the same thing depending on my type of practice, but I do, you know, same thing with financial planners that I can, I can uh, get in touch with. And then I do the um, the same thing with bankers. Okay, so now my list is starting to develop as far as who I, I need to to contact. Now, again, if you've had contact with these people, say through a client or whatever, in the past, um, there's two things you can do. You can, you know, reach out them to them directly. For instance, the, 
uh, Tom is the accountant that, that you did something with a client and the accountant was involved, but she never really followed up. And so maybe you can call this the CPA up. Hey, Tom, uh, this is Jim. Remember, we worked on a, a deal with uh, Bill. And, oh, yeah. And I've been thinking, um, what I'd like to do is, is, is have breakfast or lunch or coffee with you and, and find out how I can help you as far as uh, referring clients to you. I've just never thought about that before, but now I'm, I'm starting to grow my practice in a different direction, and, and, and I'd like to, to see how I can help you because I've got a number of clients that are always looking for CPAs and, and this type of thing. Now, one of the things you're going to run into probably is, well, if I get one CPO over here, he's going to say, well, okay, this is, this is a CPA, and a client comes to you, and so you, you, you've got to choose CPAs, right? Well, I'd always be up front with the, the clients and say, well, yeah, I've got three or four or five CPAs that I refer business to, and, and here's how I normally do it. I get to know the CPAs I'm going to refer business to, and I get to know my clients, obviously, and I kind of, if, if I don't have a feel for what they, my client may be looking for, maybe I've got a female client and I know that she only feels comfortable talking to another female CPA. Or maybe I've got a client that um, has a particular niche. Uh, say he's a medical supply sales person, and I know that you as a CPA have the, this type of clients. So I want to have you know, three or four or five or six different CPAs I can refer to. And if there isn't any particular one, sometimes I'll just say to a client, you know, here, I've got three or four CPAs in the area. Why don't you call them up, tell them I, I told you to give them a call, and you go interview them and see if there's a fit there. So so you can handle it that way. I've also get this, this question with Jim. If, again, like I said, if, if I have, uh, if I know three or four CPAs, how do I, you know, not get one CPA mad at me if I'm referring to them, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, that's kind of the way to handle that. So you got a, a CPA, and then you've got your financial planners, and then you've got your list of bankers. Now, bankers are a unique category because do you have an account at that particular bank where the banker is? You may or you may not. If you have an account there, say I have an account with Chase Bank, and um, you know I'm, I'm pretty good relationship with the banker there. That certainly helps you. Now the banker is probably going to be referring clients out that come to him. So how are you going to get on that banker's list? Well, if you start referring clients to that bank, that banker, fine. But the other thing is that banker needs to know what you do, what your specialty is. You know, this, you know I'm, I'm this type of an attorney, and I, I handle real estate for um, commercial real estate or residential real estate or whatever the case may be. This is what we're talking about. So that, that banker gets to know you on a personal basis, and, of course, we've talked uh, extensively on the on the no like and trust factor, so that that's kind of what we're looking at right there. So, you know, um, we, we're developing that relationship now. One thing I, I, it's it's kind of interesting. I don't want you to overlook is you may start developing a relationship with a CPA or a banker or a financial planner, but don't overlook developing a relationship with their staff 
you know, the 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 banker, uh, you know, as you get to know the banker, kind of ask him to to introduce you to the folks that 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 he works with in the bank, or again the folks that he works with in other industries. So you got to start building this network, and the only way you're going to start building the network is getting out out there and talking to people. Um, how many people should you have in your network? Uh, quite frankly. Uh, you can probably never have too many people in your network that can start. Uh, you can start working with, and you know some some will become good referral sources, good referral partners. Others will not for whatever reason. So you make a contact with someone and they become a good referral partner. Obviously, you keep in touch with that person, just like we've talked about. You keep in touch with uh, clients that are referring you. You know making sure that they know who you are, remember you, that you're out there. And, of course, the best way to to um, have them remember you is if you can refer clients to them. And if you find that you're referring clients to someone and they're not reciprocating, um, you need to kind of find out why. Because sometimes, uh, you know, the they're just blowing you off, and uh, that happens, and okay, fine, you don't refer people to them anymore. But you also might find that they really and truly don't know exactly what you do, which is your fault, and we've talked about this before. Um, you've got to educate people as to exactly what you do and who you're looking for. I want you to understand that this is not an overnight process. This may take you quite a while to develop these relationships. I mean, you could maybe luck into something and in a month or two you start developing a relationship with a particular referral partner and another referral partner might take you a year to develop a relationship with for a number of different reasons. But if you don't start tomorrow, then guess what? Are you going to start the week after, the week after, the week after, the week after? And as I hear so many people say, well, Jim, that sounds like a great idea. I'll get around to it. And we all know that we're around to it. We never seem to, to do it. So you need to make sure that you say, okay, we talked. I heard uh, Jim or even somebody else say this is something you should think about doing. I read a blog or, or I even talked to some other lawyers, and uh, this is what they're doing. You know, by golly, I'm going to set a date that I'm going to start. Hopefully the date is tomorrow, but if it's not tomorrow, at least make sure you get it on your calendar and schedule it. And make it, we've talked about this too, make an appointment with yourself. Block out a time period, say Monday. Monday morning from 10 to noon is an appointment with yourself. And that appointment with yourself is when you're going to start doing some of these things. If you want to grow your practice, if you want to build your practice, you have to understand that you need to do the marketing. And I know some, some lawyers that I talk to, marketing is a bad word, but uh, folks, there's a lot of attorneys out there, as you well know now, and if you're not finding a way to get yourself above the, the the competitive above all the other attorneys who are competing for the business that, that you want, um, you're not going to get it. And a lot of these younger attorneys um, are 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 hungry, very hungry, 
and they're going out. And, and as I talk to some attorneys that have been in practice for a while, they're losing business. And who are they losing it to? They're losing it to the younger attorneys because the younger attorneys have become very aggressive in thinking, hey, i got to get out there. I've got to start uh, uh, developing my clientele. And if I don't get out there, um, I'm not going to be able to meet my monthly obligations, including that $1,000 a month student loan payment. So bottom line is if you want business, you got to learn how to do it and get out out there and, 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 and get some business. Um, the, the thing, I, you know, and, and, and here's, here's kind of, I, I talk about this in the book, and, and it kind of same thing goes with attorneys. If I said to an attorney, um, where does most of your business come from? And they go, well, I, I get, you know, say over 50% of my business by way of referrals. And that, that's great. And uh, John Jantz talks about the study he did where I think it was like 64, 65% of the people he interviewed of about 5,000 small business owners, not just attorneys, but small business owners, said that they get, uh, you know, half of their business, 50% of their business by way of referral. And I would think that, you know, depending on how long you've been in practice, et cetera, et cetera, that's probably true for most, most small business owners. But then he did the, uh, went a little bit further in that study and he asked, okay, uh, of the, the the 65% of those who get over 50%, what uh, what uh, percentage of of you actually have a system for getting referrals? And some of you have been on the call, have heard me say this before, and you haven't. Uh, and 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 you can guess at it, but I'll I'll give it to you real quick. Eighty percent. Eighty percent do not have a system. So what does that mean? People realize that it's important that they're getting over half their business by way of referral, but 20% have a system in place, 80% do not. So if you want to get way ahead, as I mentioned, ahead of your the competition out there, you know, you've got to start developing a referral system, and we talked about that, and we'll probably talk about that extensively in the future. But the, the most important thing that I want you to think about is this little Chinese proverb. And when was the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. No, When's the right. next best time? Now. you got to start now. And, and we if are you don't, out. We, we're out what, of time? We are out of time. Yeah, if you don't plant, oh, I want to hear, though, you don't leave us hanging. What happens if you don't plant the tree or plant the seeds? <laughs> you don't, you're out of business, basically. You don't even. That's right. You you can maybe go to work for somebody and let them bring you clients and et cetera, et cetera. But if you're out there on your own and you're not getting clients, your bills don't get paid, you don't eat, your wife gets mad at you, the kids are angry with you, you know, the whole spectrum of what, what goes on. And I tell you, Nick, this, this half hour just goes by so quickly because I had a bunch of other things that we needed to cover, but and we'll do well, that another well, day, I guess. Jim, that is that that's exactly why we do these on a – on a weekly basis and I put them on our blog on the Lone Star Content Marketing and just want to remind people listening that we're going to be doing these on Wednesdays from now on, uh, likely noon on Wednesdays. So I'm setting up my calendar for noon on Wednesdays instead of Mondays um, because people are just so busy on Mondays. So one of the things I think we might talk about on our next program is updating your content for the new year and I'll put this on there right now as a teaser. Anyone listening? 
go and look at your website and tell me what the copyright date is. I'm most likely, if you've not been on your website or made changes, your copyright date is 2014. Well, it's a good idea every year to go and update that content on the website and uh, other different places, including LinkedIn. I know everyone's so freaked out about LinkedIn. Not really freaked out, but loving it. And um, But freaked out about making changes when all these social network platforms make their changes. So um, anyways, next program, I think we're going to talk, or I'm going to talk a little bit about some of this, and Jim will talk about some things too, but keeping up fresh content uh, in the new year. So that'll be for next Nick, time. Nick, so, let, uh, Nick let, me, yeah. let, me give, let me give a little tease. I was just on a webinar that people were talking about referrals, and they related it back to websites. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have a lot to talk about on on that program also. That's just just something that, uh, and you just hit the nail on the head. I I wonder how many people out there who have websites have actually gone and looked at their website in the last month, six months. Well, you know, you put it, it up there, and it's beautiful, and then you never look yeah. at it again. Well, and that's a, and it's static. And you, what if you what if you didn't pay for a month or something happened? You didn't renew, and your website's gone. I mean, your website could be gone, and people could be going to a, one of those 404 errors for how long? Um, so yeah. yeah, that's important to think about. Another thing that we're going to talk about in another upcoming, I think, is more on the way of advertising, as we've seen um, all the social networks have integrated new forms for advertising. And I've seen a lot of people do a lot of boost posts on Facebook, but I don't know necessarily the thought process behind some that I see. So we'll touch a little bit about that. There's there's good ways to spend money. There's also ways you can spend a lot of money and not get much of a return. So um, all that and more in our upcoming episodes. Jim, before we leave and uh, say sayonara, um, why don't you give the folks at home, uh, if you don't mind, a copy of uh, or what your email address is so they can call in, or um, sorry, email you and uh, request a copy of your ebook. Okay, great. Yeah, it's uh, JET, like Jet, at Lawyers Marketing Resource. If you will send me a uh, a request, I'll send you the PDF of the book, uh, email, or ebook. Um, I've also gotten people who have emailed me with specific questions, and I've, I've answered those. Or if, and, and same with Nick, if if you have any topics that that you would like covered uh, with regard to getting clients, et cetera, et cetera. Um, please send us an email, and we'll we'll try to incorporate them in one of the shows that we do. There you go. All right, well, that's all for this week. And uh, so, uh, Jim, if that works for you, I know we have – why don't we just talk about it on the air? How's noon? Let's do noon. Noon Wednesdays. We're moving from Mondays. Um, and uh, for those of you, again, who find our programs, we usually post them on the social media sites after we record them just in case there's any sort of rescheduling. So always do uh, go and click the like button if you are listening to this on the Law Talk radio page or on Lone Star Content Marketing or whatnot. Uh, the like button is a good thing, so because we like you all back. Anyone who likes us, we'll like them back, right? So, all right, Jim, well, I want to thank you for your time, and everyone get out there and build those referral uh, referral networks because our referral partners are a great source of business. They'd probably like to stop what they're doing and hear from you today. All right, Jim, talk to you later. Okay, everybody have a great day.